The views and opinions expressed by the guests on the following program do not necessarily represent those of Mark Radio, The Shepherd, or its advertisers. Welcome to The Shepherd at Work, a weekly program to help you learn how to live your Christian faith in every place you work and live. Host Mark Goldstein introduces you to individuals who are successfully and effectively engaging in marketplace ministry and gives you the tools you need to do the same. The Shepherd at Work is sponsored by the U.S. Christian Chamber of Commerce, building kingdom, business, and community. Now, here's your host, Mark Goldstein. And welcome to The Shepherd at Work. Mark Goldstein back after a couple of weeks and in the studio today with our dear friend and a regular on The Shepherd, Mike Gillen. Hey, buddy. It's nice to see you again. And literally, I haven't seen you for over two weeks. I know it. It's crazy. You yeah. know, you've had this little kind of like barely bug, ever heard bug. of bug, you know, called... COVID? Oh, yeah. man. Omicron or whatever. Oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry. Mike, I have never been so sick yeah. in 68 years. Wow. And, I mean, it was everything. My ho- I, Honestly, there was one night where I thought I was going to die, and I, I just felt that bad. Mm, um, mm, mm. But even now, it's been uh, two and a half weeks. And I still have some moments where mm-hmm. the, the fatigue sets in. And then worse of all, Ronnie got COVID. My wife got COVID like two days after me. And I was still her caregiver while I was sick. I got to tell you, Mike, you really learn a lot about yourself and what you can muster up to do when you just really cannot understand how you could even put one foot in front of another, not to even mention standing up and knowing that somebody's counting on you to do something. That had to be really tough. And of course she ends up getting it too. Right. It's just not fun. You have someone that is that ill already dealing now with all the problems that she's dealing with and then have this added to it. It's, it's rather overwhelming, isn't it? Well, it is. Fortunately, neither one of us wanted to eat, so uh, didn't I didn't have to spend time in the kitchen. But uh, I also lost thirteen pounds. <laughs> well, there you go. That's not a weight loss program. Is probably going to catch on, though. I, don't I wouldn't think. recommend that to anybody. I don't think Marie Osmond's going to be on TV talking about <laughs> you know this wonderful plan, the COVID nineteen plan of weight loss. <laughs> The COVID capsule. Yeah, right. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Oh, my. But the worst thing of all is I had planned to be at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention this week. And I was going to sit and watch you and marvel at you did one after one interview (laughs) after another. And, uh, you know, go around and see the exhibitors, see our broadcasters Uh. and stuff. Never did make it. But uh, so what I thought we would do today is you could share with me and our audience kind of what we're going to be hearing in interviews next week and or this coming week and things that you learned that would be of interest to our audience. Well, that's easy to do because it was a, like you said, a jam packed week and uh, starting maybe even looking backwards a little bit to the first night. Uh, that's, uh, you know, it's kicked off in Orlando. It's not always in the same spot. In fact, it's never in the same spot from one, from one year to the next. 
Every other year, it goes back to home turf in Nashville mm-hmm. at the Opryland Hotel. That's where it will be in 2024 again. Uh, this year was in Orlando on the off year. And uh, a couple of years ago, it was in Texas, in Dallas. So every off year, it's in some other city, and then it returns to Nashville. What is the purpose of NRB? Well, the purpose is it's, a, it's the largest international, really, gathering of religious broadcasters. So whether it's radio or television, whether it's uh, preaching type things like what we have here on The Shepherd Mm -hmm. or talk programs like what I do and what uh, people like Eric Metaxas would do um, or Newsmax Mm -hmm. would be there as well as uh, uh, One America News, Real America News, all of the news agencies that are tied to, you know, Christian thought, beliefs, or conservative thoughts are, are also there. But then you also have um, businesses that come that cater to all of these individual mm-hmm. establishments. And sometimes uh, you have some clients that are there that just want to reach out to this community. Mm-hmm. And so they may not be broadcasters or related to the field of broadcasting as Expo. And, that, and you mentioned uh, before we began the program, wanting to walk around the Expo floor. Right. It's one of the biggest Expo floors I've seen in some time uh, at the NRB. Mm. So you had everything from, again, TV stations to uh, companies that make the equipment that TV and radio stations use, uh, to the ministries that are on all of these different stations, to some uh, superfluous businesses well, that are there. Businesses, I could imagine, large commercial insurance companies that specialize in radio station properties. That's right. And I'm, towers. And you and name things. it. I mean, some of them, I, some of the places I wouldn't have even known what, you know, the, the tie-in. It, it's kind of, uh, it's a potpourri of everything. Also, uh, Crystal Parker was there uh, with uh, a booth on the expo floor. From the uh, chamber. Right. Well, the U.S. Christian Chamber, yeah. that would be a good place to and interact with radio stations and others. So Crystal was there. Our good friend Eric mm-hmm. Floyd was with her. Ah. Got to see Eric out there. But but uh, the, then they have big plenary sessions that help uh, uh, everyone in the field. You can go and find just about any seminar on anything that's pertinent to your field. Uh, you've got... Uh, main sessions. Now, the Monday night session was a barn burner. You're going to love this. Started off with the governor of the state, I might say the free state of Florida, Mm. (laughs) Governor Ron DeSantis kicked it off. And of course, we all know that this was just two nights, um, two nights prior to his big announcement, Mm. which was actually made on Twitter. And I understand that broke the internet when when he made that announcement. But he was there and just lit that crowd up. I mean, there was applause continuously Mm. interrupting his speech. So, you know, that was great. And then following the governor was Franklin Graham. Mm. And I got to tell you, Mark, when Franklin walked out, I I know I'm not the only person, anyone that's listening that was there would would have felt the same thing. There was a kind of almost a corporate gasp, that kind of a thing when he walked out because he looked... He's wearing his hair very similar now to, to his what dad. his dad did. Yeah. He looked like 
his father. Oh my. And it, it was amazing. But more amazing than that was what he had to share. He talked about a coming storm mm. and how that we as believers and as broadcasters, we all need to be ready and get ready for the storm that's coming. And he, he broke it down into specific areas like for example, data, you know, how we handle our data, you know, with all this cancel culture that's out there right mm-hmm. now, is our data always going to be accessible to us? Right. And then banking, the world of finance, the world of currency, you talked about that. And one thing after another, insurance was another thing that he hit. We need to be ready, he was telling us, for a coming crowd. And here's why. He said, if you don't believe in Jesus, if you don't preach the gospel, if whatever you're doing is not all about Jesus, then you're probably going to be fine. (laughs) You know, they're not going to touch you there. But he said, if you believe in Jesus, Mark, if you're a business and you tout the name of Jesus in your heart, in your uh, company, and it's known, they're going to be coming after you. I believe it. And, uh, you know, it was like, get ready for the storm. So it was a clear warning. Wasn't the kind of feel good like message that you know you may want to hear, but it was one of those things that wakes you up. You know what that reminds me of? The the last few letters in the Bible before Revelation, the big storm. You have the God, the Bible writers who were going to read up write about one thing, a, a case in point, uh Jude said mm-hmm. I really was wanted to write to you about this. But with all this stuff coming down, I've got to give you these warnings. Yeah. So it's like the 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 harbinger of what yeah. what is to come. And that was one of the questions I had for you was yeah. the one of the benefits of the NRB is folks of a like industry getting together to compare where they're seeing some persecution and how we can as an industry yeah. uh, prepare. I ran into a guy that I've had on my program a couple of times. He's heard here on The Shepherd every week on the weekend. His name is Todd Nettleton, and he has the program called Voice of Martyrs. Ooh. And uh, so I, I I saw him. We were walking through the hallway, and I we stopped and chatted and kind of caught up with each other. And that's another thing about the NRB, Mark, that is so much fun. I mean, you wouldn't think that with as big as the NRB is and as many broadcasters as there are, you wouldn't think that you would see anybody you know, and it's just the opposite. It's like a big family reunion. And I, you know, I've over the years of doing this and being a part of ministry, uh, you get to know people. And so I just bounce from one person to the next and it, it's a blast. I mean, it's one of the most fun conferences for me that I've ever gone to. Well, and let's face it, somebody who's been around like you as long as Marconi, you're going to see familiar faces. Yeah, I ran into Moses, you know. Well, <laughs> that's right, yeah. Yeah, I get it. I get it. It was a lot of fun. So uh, you're there. You get to see people. Uh, some of my good friends from Tony Evans' uh, the ministry was there, and we had lunch together on the last day, and... Uh, just talking about all the things that are going on in that ministry and many others. Yeah, it was really a great time. And you mentioned, and we'll cover this in the next segment, because I know we've got a break coming up here. Uh, but um, we, we, my role, beyond just being at the conference and getting with uh, certain uh, meetings that we have with people that are on The Shepherd or are going to be on The Shepherd, 
I did one interview after another all afternoon, every day. I was in the press center, and that was a blast, man. And you it, still have a voice. I still do. It's, uh, I don't oh, know what good. happened. <laughs> <laughs> I talked for three straight hours every day, mm. and I don't know how he did it, but, I'm, but God helped me. I hung in. But um, yeah, that's what we did. We'll talk about that after the break. Well, great. Well, we're here with Mike Gillen, learning all about what had happened this last week at the National Religious Broadcasters Conference. And we're going to hear us about some specific uh, interviews that we're all going to be able to hear coming up. We're going to talk about that right after the break. You're listening to The Shepherd of Work. If you're a Christian business person and you want to meet people who want to do business with you, you need to join the Central Florida Christian Chamber of Commerce. Why? Because the mission of the Christian Chamber is to build kingdom, business, and community. And it all starts with the Christian principle of building relationships. To learn more about the Christian Chamber and all the different ways you can get engaged with hundreds of other Central Florida Christian business people, visit cfchristianchamber.com or call 407-258-3578. Hey, this is Mike Gilland, Operations Manager at the Shepherd Radio Network, with a special invitation for you to join me daily, Monday through Friday, for my show, Afternoons with Mike. Our show is aired at 3.05 p.m. and replayed twice, first the same night at 9.05 p.m., then the next morning at 10.05 a.m. It's my privilege to have a wide variety of guests on my show, ranging from senators to pastors, celebrities to singers and businessmen and women. The common thread to each episode is our goal to look at life through the lens of a biblical worldview. You can listen on air to any of the three Shepherd stations in Florida. Plus, you can listen online at our homepage, theshepherdradio.com. Listen on demand to our podcast, available on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. All you have to do is use the search phrase, Afternoons with Mike. Ladies, do you want the men in your lives to be better husbands, fathers, and providers? Men, do you want all that and more? Christ-Led Communities has the answer. With men's Bible studies and group experiences, Christ-Led Communities has a curriculum that meets most every man's spiritual needs. Visit clchq.org to learn about your opportunities to grow in Christ in a Christ-Led community. The website again is clchq.org or 407-484-3899. Once again, here's Mark Goldstein. And we're back, uh, The Shepherd at Work, uh, Mark Goldstein in the studio today with Mike Gillen. And we're talking about the National Religious Broadcasters Convention Conference and uh, some of the guests. You had mentioned uh, all last all this last week, Yes, you yeah, did so. one interview right after another after another. So yeah. tell us, who are some of the people that have already aired mm-hmm. on, on The Shepherd where you can now listen to them via podcast? And who are some of the people next week and specifically why folks want to listen. Well, I, it is really great now. I'm a little behind on the podcast because of being out there, but uh, our, I've, by the time this airs, we'll have at least one or two of the, uh, like the Tuesday and Wednesday show this past week up on the podcast. On that first show, we had a guy, Mark, this guy was fabulous. He was an actor for a number of years, a child actor and then an actor uh, as a young adult named Todd Coconato. Mm-hmm. And he, his story is, is fantastic. He was uh, just a big actor in Hollywood, was stabbed, though, nine times, and 
one of the stabs that happened in, in when the person attacked him, a, a drunk, didn't even know what he was doing. Wow. Uh, he, he was out of his mind. Uh, ironically, the guy that stabbed him took him to the hospital. Now, go figure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's all part of Todd's story. But he is a walking miracle. Mm-hmm. And now God is using this man in an amazing way. He's an uh, evangelist. He speaks all over the world. He's an author. His name's Todd Coconato, and uh, that that one is on the podcast. Uh, John Stenberger dropped by day one. John was out there, not as the Florida Family Policy Council, like what we know him at normally doing, but as an author, uh, as an editor of a new book called Legacy of Life that's coming out. And is, this was something to honor and really to memorialize the post-Roe era, uh, the overturning of Roe v. Wade. And he has 50 stories, each one written by a leader in the country. And some of them, I mean, the forward of this was written by Ben Shapiro. Mm. So a lot of big names are in this thing. And they're all looking back to 50 leaders of the, of, uh, you know, of the past that are significant players in life, Mm. a legacy of life. And that, that book, uh, John Stenberger, is, it's uh, about out. It's going to be a limited time offering. So he was there talking to people all over the the place on that. He's He was on my show. That uh, Then there's another young lady uh, uh, from Dallas, Texas. Her name is Susie Jennings. And I had her on day one as well for the second time. Two years ago when I was in Texas, she was there. Susie uh, grew up really hating homeless people. And you may say, why did she hate them? Well, her mother had a house that would have been like, almost like a, a hostel, you know, a a room for rent, a boarding house. Yeah. That would be, you know, in our day, we don't do that nowadays, but boy, a generation, two generations ago, that was a very common thing to do. And her mom had a heart for God and a heart for people who were passers by and, and a heart for the homeless. And so she would open up her home regularly to the homeless. Well, some some of them were very rude in uh, Susie's memory to Susie as a mm. young girl. She said one of them slapped her. Ooh. So she grew up with a hatred for people who were homeless, the poor. Plus, they always drained her mom's attention. Well, they did. I mean, she had no heart for him at all. Yeah. And God got a hold of her heart. She's a, a nurse. Mm-hmm. And God got a hold of her heart and changed her heart and gave her a love for, for the homeless. Wow. And now she has a homeless ministry that reaches across the world. It's impacting people all over the place. So this was the second time that she's been on my program, Susie Jennings. Mm. So I also talked to, my goodness, I'm going to have to look at the list here and tell you while I get this pulled up here, some of the people that I had on. I also talked to uh, one of the guys that talked on night number one. I mentioned the governor, Mm. and I also mentioned uh, Franklin Graham. In between the two of them on night number one, was the general counsel, he's an attorney slash preacher slash theologian. His name is Abraham Hamilton. And Abraham Hamilton the the third, amazing guy. His uh, specialty in his uh, degree in theology was languages. 
He studied the biblical languages. Okay. So that was all Greek to me, Mark. I'm sorry. But, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, he I was. Saw what you did yeah, you're right there. You you caught that one. Okay, Abraham was on my program. A guy that I got to see for the first time in person, who's been on my show a number of times, is the director of the Center for the Biblical Worldview for Tony Perkins and the Family Research Council in Washington D.C. Wow. His name is David Clausen, and David's been on my program a number of times. Uh, and he's written a new book uh, on gender uh, and male and female. He created them. Mm-hmm. And uh, that that was a treat to get to sit down with David and do a one on one. That's uh, also if it's not already on the podcast, it will be in the next little bit. And then on that same day on Wednesday's broadcast, I had Art Alley on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Art is uh, he's on my show regularly as well from the Timothy plan. Then on the uh, Thursday broadcast, I had a couple, uh, the Jim and Shannon Porto is their name. Uh, they, he was a pastor, a very successful pastor, but he fell from grace and ended up in an illicit affair, left his wife and thought he left her for good. Well, God did a number on this man's life and his heart. His wife never gave up on him, continued wow. to pray, continued to believe, continued to reach out. And the Lord began to change Jim's life around. And Jim repented, came back, uh, came back to the Lord. And God went through restoration, both in his family and in his ministry. It's a beautiful story. And he and Shannon were both on my program and that was on Thursday's program. Also, a pastor who is involved in discipleship, uh, and this guy's name is Sean Tice, and he his story is great. He was there with his son, and his story is the uh, is so incredibly rele- relevant to a lot of people because his dad just treated him horribly. He was uh, you know always abusive to his mother. And when he was just a little guy, really uh, younger than a toddler, maybe even an infant, I can't remember his exact age, but his dad came back one night and his mother thought he was going to kill her. And and, uh, he was yelling and screaming so much that the neighbors called the police. So the police come and while the police are there, they've got their guns drawn they said, get away, don't do it. And he had, the, he had uh, Sean in his arms. He threw the baby, the toddler, whatever age he was, to the police. Threw him in the air, and they caught him. Fortunately, he was fine. But and obviously, he was arrested. And sadly, it was just never a good relationship at all. Mm-hmm. And Sean has now been given a commission by God to help people who that would be their story. So these are things that are are already aired. Uh, we also talked to Neil Mammon. Uh, uh, coming up next this next week, I've got just a a treasure trove of interviews that will be coming up. People like Shanna Bird from Financial Issues Live. She's yeah. on every day on sure. our, our Shepherd Station. She took over for Dan Celia. Mm-hmm. 
when Dan passed away. And another one, finally, uh, before we kind of come to the close to tease for this next week, a guy I've had on my program a number of times, Alex McFarland, Mm -hmm. who is one of the biggest and best-known speakers to college campuses on the subject of apologetics and really taking the gospel into the culture. Alex McFarland will be on my program this coming week. So uh, we'll have a week full of interviews, lots and lots more to come. And uh, while I've been gone, uh, we have this superstar here in the studio, uh, Olivia, who is doing the newsletters now. So uh, folks, if you really want to keep track of who's going to be on what day and what's podcasted or whatever, Subscribe to our newsletter, uh, the the Shepherd right. newsletter. Yep. How do they do that, Mike? They can go right on and um, contact us here at the Shepherd Studio. Through our website. 407-752-9828 is our Shepherd phone number. And, of course, through the website at theshepherdradio.com. And uh, contact us. There will be some email addresses there where you can send it to us. You can send it to me at mgilland at markradio.com. That's M-G-I-L-L-A-N-D at markradio.com. Mark with a C, M-A-R-C, radio.com. And this is Mark with a K saying we are out of time. And for Mike Gillen, Mark Goldstein, we'll see you next week on The Shepherd of Work been listening to The Shepherd at Work. Tune in next week as Mark will introduce you to another marketplace leader who'll show you how to live your Christian faith in every place you work and live. The Shepherd at Work, sponsored by the U.S. Christian Chamber of Commerce, building kingdom, business, and community. The preceding was a Mark Radio production.